I was just saying to Leo, high tech, high tech AF. We are flying. How are you keeping, guys? Welcome to the stream. My name is Jay Woodard. I am the founder of the Creative Collective. Um, the Creative Collective is a digital only, no, members only digital community for creators like myself and Leah, uh, digital creators, photographers, videographers, podcasters, designers of all natures. Um, yeah, it's just a space we all get together and show each other's work and talk about it and gear and book club and I'm not selling too much here now. If you want to do want to check out the collective, go to uh, mycreatorcollective.com and have a look at all the details there. Um, happy Wednesday or whatever day you're watching this back. If you're in the uh, if you're in the collective and you're watching this back in the in the library, enjoy. I hope you learned something from it. Um, Leah is a girl I came across a few years back, and her work has only gotten better and better and better obviously with time and scale it does um but it's just it's just super impressive and her social media game is really stepping up she's really really leaning into promoting herself and just doing it properly and she has a new series out at the moment i think it's on episode three or four or five even um recreate the scene with me where she is going I'll, I'll show you a bit later on with one of them but it's awesome so what she does is she watches the movie or she watches the tv show a uh, music video, whatever it be, and then she tries to recreate the exact lighting and setup of that scene, and it's just super in depth. And if you're into this world of filmmaking and creating, you will love it. Um, I'm going to introduce Lee in a second, um, but I'm going to show you some of her work first. Um, so here it goes. Good, how are you? Sensational, sensational. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you for being a founding member of the Credit Collective. Your no feedback was super helpful when I was setting up, so I really appreciate it. No, um, no problem at all. How's things? What's the latest yeah. word? Yeah, good. Um, keeping busy um, with client work and social media, the balance of creating stuff for your social media as well as obviously producing content for my clients and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So keeping, keeping, keeping busy. Cool. cool. It, it just, I always like, no matter you've nailed it. I, do you know what? And I have a background in marketing and I still fail to market myself. It's <laughs> well, just, it's, it's, it's just... only in the last few months that I've finally cracked the code before that okay. I was literally non-existent. <laughs> oh my God. It's so... just, it's just, I can market anyone else's brand, anyone else's company, but you put my stuff in front of me, I'm like, what? Mm. I should promote it is a, myself? It's a struggle. I think it's a lot of creators are all, would all say the same thing, that they 
are well able to create for other people and other clients and for other brands and stuff but when it mm-hmm. comes to sitting down and doing your own stuff it's very much like a rabbit or a deer in headlights yeah. kind of thing so um no I think it's only in the last like couple of months that I've kind of cracked it or at least I think I've cracked it I don't know yeah no you definitely have and is that you sitting down breaking down your week to week your month to month and saying right I have a list of videos I want to make and I need to get them out or what's what's the process there I, I'd love to say it's that organized <laughs> It's 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 week to week, uh, to be honest, and it's kind of going, finding the time within a week going, OK, I need to pump out a few bits of content here. I set aside a day depending on the schedule of my week and I will go through my saves on TikTok and Instagram and see what things that I've saved, what past Leah has decided this might be a good thing to to jump on in terms of a trend. Um, and I kind of go through and I see what I'm, how much work I'm willing to put into creating the content on that particular day. And I kind of just um, set up my my filming yeah, background yeah. and um, just create them and kind of do a bit of a batch. I'd like to say, as I said, it's super scheduled and super organized, but it kind of just depends on my time. And Well, exactly. With client work, you can't, you can't say, you can't turn down work for her. Mm social media stuff like Jimmy you have to say yes on a Wednesday or whatever it is like you know so um tell the guys a bit about your past where you came from what got you into this this kind of thing are you Uh, you're not from Cork are you no I'm not actually from Cork (laughs) although I've been living here for like the guts of nine nine years I think um I'm actually originally from Wexford and my I know no nobody can place me really because my accent is quite neutral Mm. so I come from Wexford, went to boarding school in Waterford, then went to college in UL, and I actually studied um, multimedia and computer games development, <laughs> funnily enough. Um, but it, it was all—it was in name and nothing else. It was more of a glorified computer science course. It was um, a relatively new course, and when I had started it, the only first set of graduates were coming out the year that I was starting. Um, so it was more of just very much coding and stuff like that. There wasn't as much of the creative side of mm-hmm. making video games that I would be more interested in. So it was very much just very computer computer science based. Um, and then after after college, I or during college, I had work experience in Cork for eight months. Loved Cork, so I knew when I finished college, I wanted to come back to Cork, uh, and got a job with in a startup here in little island called four impacts which was a data analytics company and i was an operations manager that was my title but i kind of wore, wore many hats in that company for the four years that i worked there but throughout that time and throughout some of my college degree and i don't advocate this but i like to say uh uh the result of my skills is is due to procrastination <laughs> because um a lot of like my putting off work i just would start playing around with like Premiere Pro, After Effects, Final Cut Pro, and just like played around with all those kind of editing software. It's kind of, it just found it fun more than thinking I was actually learning anything from it. And it wasn't until I kind of came across um, the likes of Casey Neistat, um, which is a, a name I'd say a lot of people know. Uh, and I don't know, just seeing him just create videos like daily that weren't like super super high quality it was like he concentrated more on the story and stuff and I think that kind of 
opens the doorway to okay this doesn't have to be the videos i have to be don't are the videos i create don't have to be masterpieces they just have to allow myself allow me to create so i kind of just started from there and the rest as they say is history and it kind of snowballed <laughs> nice and when did you start taking commercial work was it asap or was it kind of oh no you did creative stuff first for a while I, I did just my own like little vlogs and stuff trying to be Casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it everyone did. Yeah. Every, I, I even based the Huckleberry vlogs off Casey's stuff. Like, yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Like it is what yeah, like, everyone he, did. Yeah, he influenced a lot of a lot of people um, in their earlier kind of earlier content creation mm-hmm. career, I think. Um, I'd say I wasn't like, I also wasn't like doing stuff for fun for a short period of time. It might have been about a year and then a few friends and family are like, you should do it for uh, for money. You're really good. You know the way all your loved ones tell you how good you are at things. <laughs> Hype you like, up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I am um, um, a friend's sister got me in with um, uh, the Fancy Hen. I can't think of the, the I think I director of that company right now um the fancy hen and henparty.ie and stuff oh, so they yeah. needed they needed a series of videos Is that rob was it rob it was, was it rob it was yeah, rob yeah. it wasn't rob who got me the the job it yeah. was um my sister's friend who worked there okay. at the time and um yeah i got i simply got in i think because i was very much underpricing myself but probably rightly so because Although I was like proper chuffed with the videos thinking they were the best I've ever done. If I look back at them now, they're terrible Cringy. and make me cringe. But uh, I think that's what kickstarted me. And um, what also helped was that I, I, I just, her name is escaping me now. The director of that company had uh, very close connections with Derval O'Rourke. And um, she was very happy with me. So she referred me to Derval O'Rourke and things kind of mm-hmm. picked up from there and, and went from there kind of thing. Um, and yeah, things just kind of, as you know yourself, you kind of just get another client and then another client and you refer, get referred and it just kind of pinballs from there. Yeah. And then literally just continues if you keep the client and yeah, the joy of it. Just, I had a flashback there when you said your first video and stuff. Um, and looking back, I dare to look back the last day. My first ever paid video was for Sober Lane. Okay. In the city. Yeah. And it was two minutes and 47 seconds long. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Who actually watches that? Like? It's a short film. <laughs> that, it really is. These days, it's a short film. Like, yeah. Um, But, yeah, as you said, you grow and you learn. And that's yeah. that's the whole thing. Like, um, yeah. I want to, obviously, you're super talented at all aspects of this, um, <laughs> this game. But you're unbelievably talented at post-production that's why i want to chat to you about this because you've done um youtube videos on it tutorials all that kind of stuff and you I, i'm guessing you love the post-production process i do yeah I, I like all i like all the process processes when it comes mm-hmm. to creating a video but the 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 post-production is the exciting part because it's where your idea starts to come to life kind of thing so which surprises me because you edit on premiere pro so i don't know how anyone's excited about that <laughs> <laughs> I've been dabbling a bit more in DaVinci Resolve, but yes, okay. Premiere Pro is my would be my main go-to. Yeah, but you did Final Cut, didn't you? Years ago, years and years you ago, you say I that did. with such a tone. I know. Years ago, years ago, <laughs> I dabbled in Final Cut Pro initially, um, but Piff, then 
wouldn't touch it these days. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but because I kind of delved more into After Effects and Photoshop and stuff, it just seemed to make more sense to mm-hmm. just stay within the whole Adobe suite and um, because they can all yeah, connect and talk stuff, to yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So. Class. Yeah. So we, let's say, pure example now is the latest video you did for the two girls. Can't remember the band's name. Falling is the song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so my friend has... Um, uh, a duo I suppose mm-hmm. uh, Jade and Zena, and they call themselves State of Mind um, mm-hmm. and she's actually I don't know if you've seen Zena on Instagram and stuff like that yourself if you've come across Zena. she does videography and photography as well okay. like she's an incredible creator and just um, one of the most multifaceted talented people that I know she knows how to play the drums They're keyboard, guitar videography but what gets me is she doesn't know how to read music or she doesn't know what notes she's playing. Whoa. She just creates it. And I'm like, that blows my mind. Um, but I messaged her on Instagram a couple of months ago or a few good few months ago now, maybe last year even. I don't know. Concept of time has gone mm-hmm. out the window for me. Um, but I messaged her because I saw she had made content in Wexford and I was like, I'm from Wexford. And I was like, where do you live? And she was like, oh, I live in Enniscorthia. <laughs> it's like, stop, because that's where I'm from. That's my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I go home when I go home to my family. And So we obviously linked up straight away and have been um, become quite close friends since that. And when she, we'd always said, like, I, I want to make a music video with you because she's made a few for other people. So when she came, was, was coming out with her own song with her friend Jade, I was like, I, I want to help. Um, and she very much, her and Jade very much gave me the reins. They gave me two two um, kind of stipulations. It had to be kind of euphoria themed, the show euphoria, kind of the vibes of that. And it had to kind of be a house party and stuff like that. So um, they let me away and I did all the pre-production and um, obviously did all the filming and all mm-hmm. the, the the lighting and stuff like that and the post production as well so it was it was a lot of fun yeah it looks it looks incredible uh do go to pennyproductions.ie on instagram to check out the um promos and stuff but that video the two girls reacting <laughs> fucking marketing gold i was send that to any client and you're like if you want to work with me this is what happens you know? yeah like, yeah yeah but it's brilliant so let's say let's talk about that scenario you've wrapped mm-hmm. Everything is done, lights are away, packed up, and you've landed down home. What's mm-hmm. the next step? Um, for that particular project or just in general? Just in general, what's your process? Like, is it do you have a step-by-step card, you know, like project mm-hmm. create, like you know, this kind of thing? Um, I suppose the, the the kind of every project is gonna be slightly different for me anyway. I I find in the post-production, but the kind of the the the, the starting point would yeah. be obviously um getting all the footage off the memory cards i split it into if it's depending on if it's like more than one day of filming or whatever i would say filming day one um and then i would be like day one fx6 day one a7s3 they're just the two cameras that i Mm -hmm. so i break it up into the cameras if there's any audio or something i keep that in a separate folder so i just break down into the folders to make sure that the files are all as organized as possible so that i don't get is that done is that done immediately the second you end home pretty much um pretty much the second i get home because i have like this um 
like stupid fear that my camera, even though it's awful, just delete my yeah, stuff. Just or blow up. You know, it'll just blow up in the corner and spontaneously fire and... <laughs> disappear into the ether or something. And so I'm like, oh god. So unless unless I get back, like so yesterday I got back from a shoot up in Dublin and I didn't get back until half eight. So I was like, I'll leave it till the morning <laughs> to to upload that footage. Um, but most you didn't yeah, sleep a wink. <laughs> No, I slept. I slept well because I was up at like quarter to five, and I had three hours to get up to oh, Dublin. And that was terrific. Um, but uh, no, usually making sure that all my content is off the cards, and I don't delete the stuff off my cards straight away. I kind of leave it on it just in case anything mm. were to happen, and I accidentally delete it off my computer or something. Um, so I just keep it on my cards until I have to like delete the stuff on my cards for the next project or something. Um, but I have do you a do do you do a backup on a separate SSD drive then as well or yeah so I was about to say I've, I have a massive right. uh, twenty four terabyte external dock Job. thing it's a G technology um, G something G suite or something mm-hmm. um, and I put it all on that um, straight away that's where I keep everything backed up so it's all stored here locally and stuff. Um, so that's kind of the, the like the basis and then depending on like the pre-production I've I've done for it like for instance the music video the post-production for that was very quick because I knew for scenes for scene what was going where so it was just a matter of sticking things here and adding a few effects I didn't go too wild on any effects or anything like that Um so with that the post-production was super quick because yeah. I had done so much with the pre-production Um but yeah, it's a matter of, of it depends on the project and, and what way it needs to be edited. It just kind of depends on how I do the post post production. Yeah. I do tend to do like a little bit of a, a basic color grade first before starting to cut down the footage for whatever reason I don't like looking at because I shoot in S log. Yeah. So it's super flat. Pure example here, right. now, just to give the guys an idea, uh, it's at the raw and the Rex. Mm-hmm. So you 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 throw it into Rex seven or nine, and then edit. Yeah, that I and then I would throw it. it. Yeah, exactly, because I don't know. I just like to see the colors, or just even just what it, the color just... colors kind of would be like. Mm. Um, because it's so flat, it's just hard to know. But as well, it's your like if, if you're in, for your curiosity, going, did I get yeah. it right? Did I get it right? Because when you're looking, when when you're shooting in raw. My heart is going. Have I done this right? Like, what's the lighting like here? Like, and I know I go back and forth from the, the the automatic and just to make sure the lights okay and stuff. But mm. you know yourself, like, turn off the 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 profile. But um, so you you put into Rec seven or nine, and then you edit, and then get your final edit, and then you fully color grade. Yeah. Okay. Usually, yeah. Sometimes okay. I depending. Sometimes I find. I find color grading S log a lot of fun because it's such a dramatic change. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like sometimes probably tweak a little or play around with the color grade a little too much for a little too long. Um when I should be kind of just mm-hmm. cutting down the footage and culling the footage and stuff like that. But the, yeah. yeah, I would usually put a little bit of a quick grade, convert to rec seven oh nine, and then I would cull the footage. Uh and a good thing to do, especially when you've shot your own footage, you obviously know like what take is what, and it's usually the last take. So I'd usually just skip to the end of the clip knowing that that lasts. So I'd kind of edit backwards almost with the clips. Um, and yeah, and then it's just depending on the type of edit and what way it needs to be edited, I, I would then start kind of doing my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's jump into this guy, um, the one you said you keep using. 
Yeah, I've over over repurposed. <laughs> My friend is probably sick of seeing herself. <laughs> so I'm guessing, like, there's nothing here but footage. You have no audio. You have no. That's all sound design you built afterwards, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all Did... it's all post production sound design because in the in the camera, the camera was in. A, I don't have it with me. It's downstairs. In the kind of shell. a waterproof housing, so all you can hear is just muffled sounds and probably the two of us laughing or something like that. And uh, is that stock sound, or did you actually take sound on the day? No, that's all stock sound. Um, okay. I don't think. No, I don't think I didn't record anything on the day. Yeah. Um, and and this particular shoot was very much on a whim. I was over visiting my friend Anna. Um, who's from Barbados and we were in, I was over visiting her in Barbados and I brought my water, waterproof housing because I was like, I wanted, I've always wanted to get these kind of shots. So I was like, I'm going to be in a beautiful island. My my friend happens to be beautiful as well. So I was, I was like, here, I'm going to make you be my Perfect. subject. And um, thankfully she was willing. So it was just a matter of, I got a few reference shots that I kind of liked to just help kind of me with kind of um capturing some shots some stuff was just what i had seen there and then while while filming mm. but it was very much it's what it was one of those projects where it didn't have too much kind of a structure i was just kind of having fun with it mm. um and they always turn like a majority of the time they turn the best because it's so kind of loosey-goosey and you're not overthinking it like yeah yeah exactly and this was just a fun little personal project um just to get something a bit like mm artsy and kind of just nice um and yeah all the sound design uh is 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 done post there was nothing um i think i actually put up a video on my story and i i filled my bathtub (laughs) i don't know if you saw that i filled my bathtub and i was there putting my hand through the water and recording the sound (laughs) so you actually did fully sound at home i did create some stuff yeah okay um but most of it was like sourced online and stuff. And I've got, I've gotten so many, um, I've accumulated so many sound effects packs over the years and like have so many sources that I use that I think are really good for sound design and stuff like that. So, um, I've got a serious catalog of, of yeah, different sounds and stuff. So like you kind of knew it, you knew ahead of time what you're going to use and stuff. Yeah. So what was obviously sound design was much heavier here than actual edit and color, was it? Um, it wasn't too, like, there wasn't too many layers to this, I don't think. But, um, yeah, like, the, the, the grade and stuff, what's interesting is that that little example that you showed of just the, from S-Log to Rec 709. Mm-hmm. So that's probably an, a, a slightly, that's a slightly different grade to what the final video was because I graded the final video in Premiere Pro and as I said I've kind of recently been dabbling with DaVinci Resolve so mm. just playing around with the color grading system and that and I've just kind of um gotten a bit more kind of creative with it I think um but yeah like I I it's not a it's not a super crazy edit by any means but the sound effects if you didn't have them in there, it wouldn't sell it. Yeah, I know. What you mean. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't hit as hard. Um, yeah. So, um, you're dead right. Yeah. Just have a quick, uh, have a quick listen here. That's Leah's hand in the bath now. It is. 
<laughs> like to say that but it is. That's class. What's what's interesting, I find sound effects doing sound design a lot of fun because it's adding sound to the things that you do visually see, but it's also mm. adding sounds that you don't necessarily see. So you're obviously adding sound based on what's you're motivated by what's on the screen, but it's also mm. there's other shots. There's like little whip pan kind of whoosh noises. These kind of, I think it's actually a page flip noise that I use for that really quick kind of sequence. Okay. Obviously, there's going to be water noises and stuff like that in my hand, dripping <laughs> 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 water in my bathtub yeah. and stuff. Um, so it, it, it's sometimes with sound design, it's not the most obvious sounds that go into exactly, but it makes it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the it's 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 like those wishes you were saying. Like they carry the story forward. Like it's literally a transition for you, and it's bringing the, the viewer mm -hmm. forward with you. And mm -hmm. um, speaking of wishes, this bad boy. Ooh. Now short and sweet, but any car manufacturer would love to see that kind of stuff with their car. Um, speed ramp. Talk to me about the speed ramp. I saw the behind the scenes. Check out Leah's um, Insta as well for the behind the scenes where some <laughs> random person starts chatting to you. Yeah. And you go into self-promotion mode. You're like, ah, oh, pennyproductions.ie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just auto autopilot at this point. Um, yeah, so this was, an, this was an interesting one. Obviously on Instagram and stuff, mostly on Instagram then compared to TikTok for whatever reason, these like speed ramp car videos are mm. super trendy. And I've happened to have gotten a nice car recently. So um, I said, why not um, try it? Just because I find the speed ramping quite difficult sometimes just to get it as smooth as I see people getting it. Um, so it was a nice evening. Um, I got my gimbal, I got my camera. I just went out to the the marina there just before, mm -hmm. just by Odlums there in, in Cork City. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of waited until the sun got to the, a nice place and just kind of um, filmed like yeah. it, these different, like you can see in the little BTS video that I have, literally what I was doing, I was like crouching yeah. and running <laughs> away from my, from, my, um, from my car. But what was yeah. interesting, the gimbal that I used, it does have a portrait mode on it, but when you put it in it, when it flips the camera around, like you hold it like this, obviously, but when you put it in portrait mode, it like points up instead of like portrait mode this way for okay. whatever reason. It's so really to... so. What is that? The... Is that a Ronin SC? Is it a... Or... No, that's a Zian Weeble S2 okay. or something. Okay. Um, that's weird, isn't so it? So it's so it's really annoying. So you'd have to like you'd have to hold it, you have to hold it really awkwardly. Um, so I actually filmed the shots horizontally, so I had to crop in. So they probably are a bit okay. tighter than I would like them to be. Yeah, and, and obviously like, no just no sound effects it's just perfect to the beat of the music and then yeah yeah so that music that track which i had found on instagram had saved it specifically knew that i was going to use it for a quick little speed ramp video of my car um and the music itself has kind of these little transitions in it so i didn't feel mm. it needed any sound design yeah um but what took me ages <laughs> was masking um i masked the buildings if you look 
I know it's very quick, but the logo, the Cooper logo comes out from behind the buildings. Okay, two seconds. Um, so. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's a very subtle little thing. But it makes it. Um, yeah. It makes um, it. Yeah. So I had it, I masked out the buildings, but because I shot it horizontally, I actually didn't have enough sky and enough of the ground to zoom back enough for the car so there's actually two layers and it just it, it, so much work <laughs> went into it for a five second video <laughs> but, but look did they, did, well, so. did they see it did they did they even comment oh yeah they've they they saw it and and they acknowledged it and stuff like that Class. so they haven't so, they haven't uh got they'll reach out. To do work. they'll be in touch they'll be in touch <laughs> do you know yourself uh, and then just, I'm not going to show the full thing because obviously it's too long, but I'm going to go through a um, recreate a scene with me. Mm -hmm. So I was great movie. Really enjoyed it. Shot. So to understand why. So Welcome back to episode three of my recreate a scene with me series. In this episode, we're going to be covering a scene from a movie called Inherent Vice. Full disclosure, I've never actually seen this movie, but I found this scene from an awesome site called Shot Deck. More on that in a future video. Let me show you. Love Shot Deck. Yeah, Shotok. I've actually accumulated quite a list of um, websites that are sh similar to Shot Deck. Mm. I do plan on doing a TikTok video on that. So, Class. so this is the scene you want to recreate. Um, and then you talk about the uh, the leading the leading angle of this one. That, mm -hmm. like, what's it called again? Um, Motivated lining. That's it. Where the light's actually coming from from another from the scene we saw previously. So this is the scene previously. You break it down. Mm -hmm. Um. Actually, I have to ask you, these mm -hmm. lines that you draw on your iPad, how mm -hmm. are you doing that? Are you screen recording or what's yeah. the crack? So what I use I use Milanote and okay. in Milanote, you can actually draw on the pictures. The okay. I was um, wondering. I, was and like, I, just, I just screen record. I have a, an iPad mini mm -hmm. and um, uh, I or whatever it's called. Um, mm -hmm. And I just screen record. Um, Love it. Love it. Uh, but it gives it so much it adds so much value like it yeah. just really adds value to it like yeah um so this is the shot you want to recreate the bottom one mm -hmm. i don't know if you got a chance to see the 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 live i did with louis it was class we broke down some of his scenes and some of his photography as well and it's just great insight mm -hmm. but again with this you broke down the blue light from the moon and the house light here that's kind of bouncing and stuff but the likes of that's kind of so you go through the gear you're using and stuff i love those lights <laughs> um there you are Again, your gear. So that's obviously on that's S log raw. You're seeing that. Uh, and then you bring that light in. Class. You could be an actress, you know. <laughs> the faces you pull, the faces you do and all like this the, the Jedi one and you <laughs> I try to get into character, you know. Of course, you have to. You absolutely have to. I have to commit. <laughs> so break this down for me here and break down the actual um so I'll go back to this guy so break it down for me the process of right you capture the scene you've done the lighting you're happy with the lighting mm. firstly how are you looking at the lighting if you're shooting s-log are, are you kind of going back and forth or what's the crack um so on i usually sh shoot it on my a7s3 and when you shoot an s-log there is like a setting where it kind of puts a like a somewhat of a grade on it okay so it's not super flat like you just there's like i can't think of what the setting is but it's built into the camera mm -hmm. um so uh 
I kind of just get I winged it. <laughs> I winged it. Wing it. You have to like. Yeah. It's terrifying. I've gotten to know S-Log and stuff like that quite well from like I've had my A7S3 and my FX6 for a year and a half now I think mm. um, and I have found that in the last couple of months especially just playing around with all those TikToks I've really gotten to know my cameras and I just kind of know what's going to work and what's not going to work and stuff like that um but it is a bit of trial and error like um i kind of try out the shot a few times first to see if i can even do the shot mm-hmm. um like my last episode episode four that i did i'd actually planned to do another scene from euphoria but and it needed me to be sitting on the end of a bed in my spare room actually i can't put my camera back far enough for it to work so i scrapped it and and did the other the other idea with the light strip and it was black Classic. and white and stuff. And I saw they they reached out and they were delighted with it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all of, uh, yeah, a bunch of the crew actually started following me and stuff like that. And class. And um, the guy he was, I think he was kind of a director or something. I can't remember mm-hmm. what he told me his role was, and he said he'd love to have a chat with me and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. Amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. Um, well, well done. That is amazing. Yeah. So um, um, you're doing this for fun, and then you can actually. Someone reach out and will actually like obviously if someone says we need you to shoot a motion major a motion major picture you're like ah, yeah <laughs> um yeah I like I I it is fun definitely doing this but it, there is obviously a little bit of strategy behind it because it's I'm learning myself I'm teaching other people hopefully people are learning from me doing mm. it and it's also just solidifying to people that might come across my stuff that I know they'll see that I know what I'm doing and therefore hopefully hire me or get in touch mm-hmm. about potentially doing some work. Um, so yeah, with, 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 with this setup, it was, it was just as, as I kind of break it down, it was like obviously the motivated lighting that I explain and um, just kind of figuring out between all the lights that I have um, what worked mm-hmm. Um what's interesting. They actually, comment the from the the episode four they commented because i was curious like how did they do it versus how i did it now i knew that their their setup was definitely going to be a lot more yeah um robust than mine but the fact that i it just shows that i was able to get pretty much the exact same results um but they used a much bigger lighting setup and stuff like that so um it just it's it's interesting it's it's fun trying to figure out um all these different setups and mm. trying to break them down and and honestly obviously it's it's make or break in camera because if you don't have the right lighting set up or the right thing here that doesn't work at all does yeah it? Y- y- not at all but like the goal is to always get it in camera i know everyone mm. jokes and it's like oh we can fix that in post but the goal is to get it done like to get it right straight away yeah um and there have been occasions where I would be practicing the shot and I'd like, okay, no, that's wrong. I need to do this differently and stuff like that. Um, and I would go back and I'd, I'd film myself again or whatever. Um, after so, taking the setup down or <laughs> sometimes it has been after taking, the, <laughs> but sometimes lights are just left in my house everywhere. Just abandoned. Just yeah, abandoned. Just abandoned. <laughs> I'll come back to that later. Um, but um, yeah, it's just a matter of, 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 it's important to get stuff in 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 camera what's mm. what's great with slog it's not the same as shooting raw per se but it's not it's not far off especially 
the the fact that the A7S3 and the FX6 can shoot 10 bits. So you do have a lot of flexibility there when it comes to your color grade and and adjusting the image without it starting to break down and turn into shit. (laughs) Absolutely. No, you did did an amazing job here. And you're getting a good response off these, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, getting a great response actually. So it's 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 great to see. It's it's good to just even see people that are learning and stuff like that. Because like, you know yourself, um, and I, I I know a lot of creators experience the the all the all um um imposter syndrome and imposter syndrome. The the uh, it's, the it's no good. It's not fun. Immobility of imposter syndrome. It's not fun. And I always it's it's always an internal battle especially when I'm doing videos where I'm trying to teach people is I still don't know everything there is to know and I likely won't so it's getting over that that hump mm-hmm. or busting through that wall or or barrier that's that tells you why would anyone want to listen to the mm-hmm. stuff that you're, you're saying um but then you see people a lot of people have have commented and and DM'd me that they really um appreciate my work and are a fan of my work and amazing they've learned a lot and stuff so that's it's crazy to hear but i'm glad that that's the case that's well that 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 that's everything like that's Mm. exactly the whole reason you're doing this people are learning from you you're happy you're getting feedback professional feedback at that what more can you want you know Mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna leave you go thank you so much i know you're in a rush to go somewhere so i appreciate your time no problem and there's if there's anything else um obviously oh i meant to ask you um what did youtube do to hurt you what did you do? you've just abandoned it um, i know i know but i do plan on uh jumping back on it soon um it's just that it's hard to when you're when you're creating so much content that's for vertical it's hard to mm. um to create for are you doing shorts at all um i tried but i find them quite confusing as to how they work oh, really yeah um, the algorithms i think they're trying to start it out but it's still kind of messy um yeah it's just it's i find it confusing and find to figure out how you upload and what way it works but um yeah i do plan on jumping back on it i i will be doing a kind of a breakdown or bts oh, breakdown. those those kind of things would kill yeah YouTube, of the, they really of would the, like the recreate a scene yeah um but i do plan on doing um a behind the scenes breakdown of the music video that i did going through that the kind of whole process and stuff like that um yeah i don't know it's it's I feel I'm able to turn around stuff for TikTok and Instagram so much quicker because you can do the lip sync videos and these kind of short sort of things that you can do quite quickly. Whereas with YouTube, it takes up a lot more of my time when it comes to editing because I I don't know, I I put that little bit of extra into it. Um, And my videos don't do super well on my YouTube. The last few didn't anyway. Okay. Um, So it's it's very disheartening. Yeah, it it's is. Very um, and when I obviously see the pickup that I'm getting on the likes of TikTok mm. and stuff, it's um it's hard to justify putting the time into YouTube. But I do plan on on uploading um more in the future. Mm. Just Come here. I'm I can't talk. I'm just as bad as well. I'm worse than you probably. <laughs> um, quick recap. Ideally, pre-production, pre-production, pre-production. Plan everything, everything mm. out. Always helps the edit. Capture as much as you can in camera. Because that'll also help with the coloring. That'll help with the sound design. Obviously, doesn't that doesn't affect, but mainly coloring and lighting. And then just try your best to have fun with it. Because otherwise, like as we said with the video in um, Barbados, 
it's one of your favorite videos because you were having fun with it and then you were messing around the hand in the bath and it added to it and then it just works better you know because you're having fun and your mind is actually you're not worried about client reaction you're not worried about that it's just you're having fun and then that's when creative creativity grows best isn't it yeah i think um i think the the term passion projects is used a lot and i think it's super important that we as creators take the time to create something that isn't for a client isn't for anyone in particular and you have full creative control um because I think that's where you learn and that's actually where you create a lot of I find your best your best work is mm-hmm. it's some of the stuff that you just you are kind of playing around with and creating yourself kind of thing for mm-hmm. yourself and I also find because they're like there are projects that I I get that client projects that I get that I call bill payers because <laughs> they might not might not necessarily push my creative juices all that much um and it can become quite monotonous, especially if you if there's a long stint between doing something that's a little bit more creatively fulfilling. So I think taking the time out and doing something that is creative, creatively fulfilling, kind of refreshes your your um, your content and just your your love for it. your drive. Yeah, you're the fire and the drive. Yeah. Yeah. Come here. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you being a founding member of the collective. Um, it means a lot. And let's get a coffee real soon. Will do. Thank you very much. Chat soon. I'll chat you soon. Yeah. Bye. Guys, that was the fantastic Leah Barber from Penny Productions. Um, thank you for watching. I hope you learned something. Hope it helped. Do check out Leah's socials. They are class. The behind the scenes stuff she does are amazing. And it's just super educational for creators. Super, super educational. So do check it out. This has been brought to you by the Creator Collective. Uh, I hope you found it. Um, hope there's value here for you. If you are interested in joining and become a member of the Collective, do check out mycreatorcollective.com. Uh, just a bunch of creators and digital creators who are together sharing work, talking about their stuff, gear discussions, book club. Um, you can ask advice if you're stuck on anything, all this kind of stuff you get time with me where i can help you break down i've been freelancing for 10 years plus so i can help you if you're stuck in any projects or like that if i can help in any way i can um but do check us out we'd appreciate it and thank you for your time and have a great night